back to Bourbon Girl Talk. This is Scott Minton, and I am chilling like a villain with my homeboy. Old faux fanboy. Old faux fanboy. In the house. Mr. Joshy. What's up? Not much, man. How you doing? You know, it's getting closer towards uh, 5 o'clock, ready to go grab a drink. It's 5 o'clock somewhere always. I hear you, Jimmy. All right, man. Hey, uh, I, I, I just noticed that, you know, today when we got together, when we were going to cover our, our second kind of episode based on... Uh, Ofo fanboys, uh, fun days at the distillery that you, you invited me to come out to Maker 13. Yeah, good place. Got a conference room here we're sitting in. Sometimes I know it's hard to find a good place to go and record. If only they would let us drink bourbon in here. This place would be perfect. You don't have to drink all day, Scott. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah, but this is in the afternoon, so we're not worried about that. <laughs> if you were going to drink all day, you missed it this morning. That's true. That's true. You'll have to make up for more later. Got up at six thirty. Went and did my workout. Then went to work, and now now I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about two of the distilleries we stopped by, being uh, Angel's Envy, and the other being Old Phil Fanboy's favorite, which is Old Forester. Right. Um, so this was kind of a pretty fun day. We hit up Angel's Envy first yep uh, went to angel's envy and um, unique takeaway before i forget i didn't realize that i think it's wes henderson who was the master distiller yep uh, worked at brown foreman for many many many, 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 years. many years yep and then they told me the mash bill that was on angel's envy bourbon and then it clicked for me that it's the same mash bill i believe that old forester uses which is what Brown Foreman uses. Right. Which is 72, 18, 10. Yep. 72 corn, 18 rye, 10 barley. That is correct. So that kind of clicked with me. It, it it took me a while to figure that out, and I don't know why I had never associated the two. Maybe it's because Angel's Envy does a lot of finishing. Um, but I think that's the big difference right there, is that most of Angel's Envy's products are finished products. So I love Old Forester's um, mash bill on their bourbon and their rye, but uh, I didn't affiliate or associate to see if the rye was the same. But uh, anyway, we went to Angel's Envy. We happened to have have had the tour guide that we had ran into previously at Evan Williams, who was taking the Evan Williams tour with us. Which, by the way, she did a phenomenal job on that tour. Great job. I wish I could remember her name, but I can barely remember mine, so right. um, I don't recall. But the Angels Envy tour, pretty cool, pretty neat. Um, get to see the distillery, get to talk about everything they've got going on. Uh, get to see the little Angels Envy bottle in the still. Yep. That shows all the high wine and high wine yep. coming off, uh, which was neat. I took a little video of it. Uh, I don't know why, but I thought maybe it'd go up on a YouTube channel or something and get a million hits for stupidity. Um, <laughs> anyways. Ofo uh, fanboys. That's right. <laughs> YouTube page. That's right. I need one. Ooh, that's a good idea, Scott. There we go. I did take some videos of the mash popping over at Old Forester later that day, too. Yeah. So we took the tour, um, took the went to do the tasting and in their tasting i believe we did three tastings one of which was bourbon one of which was rye and then they came back and let you do a bourbon tasting that was a little diluted with ice yes so yeah you get that right you get the bourbon finished in the port port cherry cask 
and then they gave us that also on ice, and then they let us do the rum finish. I mean the the rye finished in the rum cask. And they had two different kinds of chocolates that you got to do your tasting with. The white chocolate, the little angel wings. I think they, in- they paired that with the rye. Paired it with the rye, and then. The other, was it just chocolate? Dark, it was some milk kind of chocolate? It was dark chocolate orange, if I remember correctly. And it was oh. made especially for them. And this was chocolate that was made at Art Eatables, yep. if I recall correctly. Yep. Um, and their chocolates went excellent with the, the pours and pairings. So, I'd, so wait a minute now. Excellent? Now, the yeah, white chocolate I with like the chocolate. rye. Well, I love chocolate, too. Look I'm, me a, I'm a fat kid. I like to eat. Uh, dude, right here with you. But the white chocolate with the rye. Made the rye go crazy bitter, in my opinion. I don't know. Now, maybe. the dark chocolate with the orange with the so, pork finish was delicious. It could be. It could be that, or it could be that before we actually went to Angel's Envy, we stopped at Old Carter Whiskey to go see Mark and Sherry. It could have been that, yes, and your and, buddy Scott and hooked, Scott says, up hey, the afternoon. Hey, Josh, let's go sit down with the Carters in their little social club area that they have on their first floor. And Mark and Sherry pull out these 128, 135 proof whiskeys, which were phenomenal. Um, and we sat and, you know, had a few drinks with them and then went to Angel's Envy. So yes. I, that could have had something to do with your palate being a little. My palate was great. Okay, whatever. It was the chocolate's fault. We'll say it's the chocolate's <laughs> fault, Scott. Anyways, oh. I liked the chocolate. I thought the orange chocolate went very well with the bourbon. And I just thought the uh, the white chocolate angels envy wings were um really good chocolate yep oh the chocolate was great i just don't know that the white chocolate married with the rye with that rum finish very well what did you think about the bourbon that um the diluted bourbon versus we'll call it on ice i don't need to call it diluted the on ice bourbon versus the just straight neat so you know for me i always say that certain things go well with ice, right? But for the most part, I'm more of a single barrel guy, things to that nature. So what I'll say is I liked it with the ice, but only because it brought out some more of those fruitier notes off that. And I think it's because of the type of finish that it was, with it being that sherry cask, some of those grape notes and some of those sweeter fruit notes kind of came forward when you added that block of ice on there. Okay. I, I thought it was pretty good and neat. I happen to have just at home been drinking an Angel's Envy bourbon single barrel. And I've been drinking, I think it's the total wine and more single barrel that I had picked up, which I really liked. So I have been drinking a little bit of Angel's Envy here. And I keep wanting to say Old Forester on my tongue here just because that's the usual for me. Well, not only that, we're going to talk about Old Forester here in a minute. Yeah, getting me all excited. Um, yes. So Angel's Envy was a lot of fun. The The tasting was a, a great tasting experience. The tour guide was great. I wish I remembered her name. I think she had blue and purple in her hair, but I can't recall. Yes, she definitely had some hair things going on there. But super cool, um, yep. very knowledgeable. She dropped some knowledge in there that I don't think I'd heard before. I, I also like the fact that she made it into not only a tour, but kind of a trivia type thing. So she gave you a chance to answer some questions, make you feel a little nerdy or cool because you knew something that some of the other kids didn't know on the field trip. You're a nerd. Um, 
<laughs> always find a little nugget of information at each one of these things. Each time you go and do it. Yeah. I had been to Angel's Envy before. It was a little bit of a different tour the last time I did it. Could be because there's construction going on. Could be COVID. The last time I went was pre-COVID. Um, but each time there's a little bit of something you take away that's like, oh, I don't know that I ever knew that before. Yep. Just like the mash bill this time. I took that away. Yep. Also, we got to go into the gift shop area. I won't call it a gift shop because it was an area that's under construction. I didn't know they sell their Angel's Envy bourbon single barrels there in the gift shop. Yep. Otherwise, I wouldn't have looked far and wide before. And I think it was a pretty reasonable price, somewhere around 95 98 bucks. Yeah, I think it was ninety seven ninety nine, if I remember correctly. I didn't buy one because I still had one at home I was drinking on, but um, nice stuff. And I did, if, if I would have known I could have got a single barrel in the gift shop, I probably wouldn't have searched hard for one at Total Wine. Long and hard. Yeah, just what you said. Yeah. So after that, um, we got some food. Yep. Went, went to against the grain there at Slugger Field. Yep. Had some barbecue, barbecue wings, some chicken wings, some dry rub wings. Uh, I think I got some burgoo, which burgoo. was interesting. Yeah, no, never a good idea. Probably not. Or rarely a good idea. Let's every, put it that way. Everything that's on the palate. Um, and then after that, we went to Old Forester. Yep. And, you know, obviously Old Forester was a unique experience that I'd set up. And I don't think I told you about it until after it was all done. But I had worked out a private tour. I just booked it online, but then followed up to have a private, unique tour. And we took a group of eight. And that was the only place there was a group of eight of us at. But we went to Old Forester, took the tour. And I th- we had a, a variety of people in the group. Some yeah. that had been. Some that hadn't. Some that have been five times, which was probably me. Yeah. Um, but always a little bit of something different. Tyler did our tour. Um, yep. You and I know Tyler very well at this point as he sat down and did 12 days of Old Foe with us a um, year and a half ago. Yep. And he was able to geek it out a little bit for us. Like he dove in a little deeper than probably your average tour guide does there, which I, I, I found interesting. And I know one of the guys in the group was like, I just wanted to walk through the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a great experience. And Tyler, you know, phenomenal tour, phenomenal knowledge. And he dropped a lot of it, a lot of it on us there. Yep. Uh, then we went and did the tasting. And the tasting included um, the Whiskey Row series. And it's always nice to walk through the Whiskey Row series with an expert on it. It really is. Because for one, they, they give you a little bit of hindsight as far as what makes each one of those blends a little bit different, but also they have little tricks of the trade that, you know, you drink this one and then you go back and smell this one, or you smell this one and then you go back and smell that one. And oh, just maple kind of syrup. Dive in that. Yeah, exactly. And, and you get something different, you know, when you, when you get those notes and, and it, it definitely makes it more, more interesting when you have somebody that really, really understands the product that they're selling. So I, I had a great experience and, you know, we were there having fun with a group of us together. Love old Forester, love the tastings. Um, we did, we also got to have a little treat while we were doing the tasting. Mm-hmm. It's a little extra just because we're a little extra. Yep. Um, oh, you're extra for sure. Hey, hey, I said we're a little extra. <laughs> uh, we got to try something that was in a bottle behind the shelf, um, or under the shelf that was something I don't think we've, I don't think I've ever tried before, which was uncut, unfiltered rye whiskey with a few chunks of char floating around in it yep uh, so 
I have had the pleasure of having that once before, but only because I know somebody that works in the production team. And Don't they, say that. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not saying his name. I'm just saying I know somebody that works in production. Anyway, long story short, I, I have had a, a few of those weird uncut, unfiltered, everything from the 150th to birthday bourbon, which, by the way, an uncut, unfiltered birthday bourbon is something special. Yeah, this this was rye. Yep. And not everyone in the room, I think, was prepared for what we were about to have. I want to say it was 100 and... It had to be north of 125, probably 128, 129. 128 is what I recalled, so somewhere around 128 proof. I don't think everyone was ready for 128 proof, but man, it was really good. It was delicious. What I could see was, and this is my favorite, was... AC was straight up like grinning from ear to ear. For one, he loves rye. Yep. And then B, um, it was it was really damn good. It was really good. So the only thing that didn't quite go exactly the way I would have expected was hitting that uncut, unfiltered 128 proof, and then coming back for the uh, old foe 90 proof single barrel. Yep. That was the this is 40 uh, bottle that. Um, you know, celebration of 40 years. So for me, at least my yep. 40th birthday, but I think it was the 40th pick of the certain liquor store that picked that. That's one. correct. It, but you know, me, it was, I was being a tater. I think I bought it when I was 38, held on to it. And it says, Oh, this is 40. That'll be a great bottle to crack when I, I turn 40. I really can't believe you held on to it for two years. Well, if you've seen the bunker, you know that there's enough 90 proof single barrels that I don't have to open them all right no, now. I, I get that. Now, I will say also the what I found to be fun about the old Forrester trip was uh, we, we, we got to go in the private tasting room, which is right outside of Jackie Zykan's office. Neat place. Neat place, yep. Which actually used to be, I think he said, George Brown's old office. Yeah, and they got pictures that show the windows and here's what it is and so on. Yep. So, always a great trip to Old Forester. Um, always a great time when you get to interact with Tyler. Yep, one hundred percent. So, Angels Envy, um, Old Forester, and Mark and Sherry Carter that day. We yep. had had a great time. Uh, drank a lot of high proof. When you start thinking about sitting down with the Carters, and then the uncut unfiltered, we had a pretty good amount of yep. high proof whiskey. Some President's Choice was in there, I think. Oh, there was. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a President's Choice barrel number five? Yep. I forgot all about it, Scott. So I was so giddy at the uncut, unfiltered rye, I forgot about President's yep, Choice. Yep, yep. So we had lots of nice little neat different treats, things we were able to do. You know, when you, when you book a private tasting like that, you can try all kinds of neat little things that, that, that they don't necessarily always have out and about. So, well, okay. So I will say the one nice thing about it was we booked enough spots to make it private. And so our entire group was us. We didn't have anybody else, not that, you know, having strangers in a room with you is bad, but it was just our private group. So we were, you know, free to be us, which was strangers in the room. That's strangers in the night, right? Yeah. You're extra. Man, why you gotta call somebody extra? Uh, that's a good question. That's just mean. Anyways, um, Angels Envy. Did you like Angels? I did. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was good. I, I I love going into a still room, things like that. I wish we could have toured a little bit more, or had they let us look into the mash bills, things like that. And and I know some places are doing some COVID precautions, things to that nature. But 
it, it's cool being in the, what I'd call like the bird's eye view. Cause you're on that second tier floor and you can see down inside the actual production area. And I think there was a ton of glass and things like that. Um, but it, it was super, super nice. Also, I, I, I didn't realize how small of a brand old Forrester was because we've been such big fans of it that like, I think he said that in three days they do as much at Jack Daniels as Old Forster does for like a year, like the number of bottles or the number of things. Like, like he said it was like one fourteenth the size or something like that as far as the total number of bottles that they do I or got something. Three words for you to explain it: Jack and Coke. <laughs> I mean, yes, I understand Jack and Coke, and Jack's one. It, it clearly is obviously the number one selling whiskey in 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 the world. But like the fact that it literally outsells Old Forester like fourteen or fifteen to one just well, seems if, crazy. Hold on though, but if you listen to Tyler, what he explained was that number that Old Forester produced grew like exponentially over the last three years, and I believe that's all attributed to me starting to drink Old Forester back in twenty eighteen. <laughs> and Tyler seemed to agree with me. So um, he he was he was buying what you were selling. I don't know that I do, but Come he on, was man. definitely buying what you Come were selling. On. Anyways, but but, it, but it's funny, you know. He said, I think he said back in like the early nineteen eighties, Old Forester was a million case brand, right? You're, and then you're spouting out numbers and, you know, 67%. Well, I was drinking 67% of all statistics are made up on spot. So go ahead and spew them out. Okay. So if, if I remember what he said correctly, and, and I may be wrong, I think he said sometime like in 1984, 1987, something like that. At the time, Old Forster was a million case brand per year. So they sold a million cases of bourbon. Now, granted, they didn't have all the stuff that they have today, right? They had Old Forester 86 proof, and they may have had 80, the 100 proofer. So that's it. But it was mainly sold in Kentucky. Now, that being said, leap forward, he said that before they opened up distillery at Whiskey Row, it had dropped to 390,000 cases per year. I have no idea. And now that they have actually almost are back to the point where they're a million case brand again. So in just a few short years from 20, what, 18, whenever the distillery opened to 2022, he said he thinks that they will surpass eight or 900,000 this year in, in bottles or cases sold. I mean, it makes sense based on the stock that's in my bourbon bunker that, (laughs) you know, that has happened. So I get it. Yeah. Well, it just means you're really rich, right? You got all that bourbon. Nah, Old Forester's not expensive, bro. <laughs> it's a good twenty dollar bottle. You right. can get it anywhere between twenty and eighty bucks. It, it, but it's not all eighty six and hundred no, proof for no. sitting in your basement, man. You're, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you're you can lie to your right. wife and tell her it was all thirty bucks a piece. But <laughs> honey, every bottle in there was thirty five dollars. <laughs> Don't listen to Scott. Uh, no, I think the uh, the single barrels, the ninety proofers, you used to be able to get somewhere between forty five and fifty five. Right. The hundred proof single barrels have gone up somewhere in the sixty five to seventy five dollar range. Yep. And the barrel strength, I think you're hitting anywhere from eighty to a hundred. Yeah, probably barrel strength rise. Probably right. You're probably right. Right about a hundred, and I think the regular bourbons are around eighty. Yeah, and Whiskey Row series, I think you can pick up anywhere from forty dollars to sixty dollars, maybe sixty-five. That's just about de- right. Dependent nineteen twenty being the most expensive, nineteen ten being second most expensive, and eighteen seventy, which is the original batch ninety proof. It's gonna you'll find it anywhere from forty to fifty, but 
I think I typically pick it up around 45 bucks. Yep. 42, $43 piece. Yep. No, 100%. I'm right there with you. Yeah, we got the Indiana tax on us most of the time. So dang Indiana. you know how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Good day. Great time. Absolutely. So obviously I'm not going to ask you which one you prefer. Cause we know we don't even have to ask old forester, <laughs> but I will say the girl at, at, at angels and we did a great job. She was a lady. Yep. A lady. Sorry. My, the the young lady at at Angels Envy killed it. She did a great job explaining stuff. She rocked it. Gave us a lot of information about the Henderson family, how they're running things, and all she that wouldn't stuff. give me any extra chocolate though. I, I did know, ask. She, she was kind of mean about it. She was stingy with the chocolate for sure. She had. She said, "They give me one extra piece of chocolate to start for that first person that eats it before he's supposed to." Right. But I wasn't the first to at least raise my hand and say I ate it. No, there was it was the guy sitting in front of me. So. There you go. Art Eatables was good. Pick up some if you're down. It's right next to Mictors and Fraser. Fraser, yep. Right in between between them. Yep, absolutely. So I think that's pretty much it for this. You know, we had a couple of good fun distillery tours, and we had a a special surprise that we were able to sit down with the Carters and and drink some fun stuff and walk through their showroom. And I mean, was that not something else, the showroom? Like it was. The octagon room with all the tin ceilings. Nice leather chairs. Nice leather chairs. The big like rug and everything else. I need some of that for the bourbon bunker. Yep. That, and you need the big bear thing that went over top of the one leather chair. I think you would, that would look good on you, man. Definitely. The big bear quilt. Definitely. (laughs) Let's go. Peace. So if you want to find, man, he's like, let's get out of here. (laughs) If you want to find bourbon real talk, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you want to send us a question, you can do it uh, through instant messenger on Instagram or Facebook. You can also email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott Novo fanboy signing off. Peace. See ya.